Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away Will the circle Welcome to today's episode of Circle Unbroken. We hope that this finds you doing great. And check it out. If you're not doing great, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you were tuned in. And we hope that we can give you something meaningful, something that is practical, something that will help you with your day-to-day grind. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Open mic. Hello, sir. Good afternoon. How's that hand? It's getting better. Good. Slowly, good. but it's getting it's, better. It's on the down drop, <laughs> yeah. right? It's, go, it's getting lower. That's Took good. another sting from the doctor this time, though. Oh, uh, you know, little little punch, yeah. little little punch with a needle. To okay. Did you go back today? Uh, no, that was this, uh, last night. Yeah. You just said, hey, this I, is getting it wild. Got, it just got too big. Too, right. You know, I was having to take stuff off my wrist and all that stuff so yeah. it wouldn't get embedded in it and stuff. and. Uh, it was just, you know, he'd sit there and just start throbbing. Right. Know. Nope. Right. It's time. Yeah, it's time to do it, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it, it's the time of year, Coach, where I feel like I'm I'm running everybody to the doctor, everybody to the dentist, everybody to we, – we talked before the show today, and one of my kids was texting his mother and myself and texting us about a, – certain medicines that he had taken and he, I'm making sure that everything's good. Everything's right. Mm. So I just feel like when you go back to school, we've got, we've got cars in and out of shops. We got kids in and out of doctors. And I'm like, dude, what, what is about this time of year that we're just taking care of everybody, right? It's called the dog days of summer. <laughs> it's, it's a feeling. <laughs> they working out like a dog. Dude, you are, you are right. And we are putting those insurance, uh, cards to really good yes. use as far as but you got it you got to catch right? up you know you, you've had seven months to pay up your insurance for this right. so, you know so right. now you get to cash in now it's go time <laughs> see that that's a good way to look at it when you go to the doctor hi i'm here to cash in <laughs> that would really change the vibe of i'm gonna go to the dentist and cash in uh i'm gonna go get my eyes checked and cash in i like that perspective coach there's there's a phrase that i want to kind of build today's show around and we've talked about it just a tad before in conversation we've we've referenced it on the show uh, a long time ago but i really want to spend some time on it today because it's a phrase that i have been taught by my children now in this generation coach we're always taught different things by the younger generation some of the things we're taught we don't want to listen to some of the things that we're taught we didn't ask to know um they'll say things or do things and you'll think what in the world do you even mean i when i grew up i was the guy who i would say things and my vernacular was different than a lot of people and i was almost cutting edge the way i would talk and i didn't mean to it was just the neighborhood i grew up in the places i'd been but the college I went to, the churches I worked with, I would speak in a way that was different. And it was different when when I would see somebody, my greeting for them, the way I would refer to different things. And I didn't mean for it to be. And now I find myself, the way life works, now I find myself on the other side of it where I'm going, what are they saying? 
What? Why? Well, welcome to the older generation, yes. buddy. <laughs> it's called it's called creeping up, right? And so so my kids will say things, and then my kids will teach me things. And there's something that one of my children said recently that I really want to explore as a show topic because I, I think it's fun, but also I think it's something that can touch many different areas of our lives. Coach, I'm going to give you this scenario. He was talking about a young lady, okay? And he was talking about this young lady, and they had been dating. They had been, quote-unquote, together as much as you can at that age. And he told me that it was time for them to not date anymore. I'm going to put that really mild. He said, yeah, we're not going to date anymore. Now, back in my day, you would stop going together. You would break up. Um, You could even say that somebody had maybe flaked out like i'm just, I'm just going to use different right. different words and stuff now they'll use words like so and so is ghosting you they, they won't talk anymore um so somebody decided to go a different direction and he used this phrase he said dad he said i think i'm out and i said okay i mean make sure when you when you go out you go out like a prince because i'll i'll teach him Ways I've gone out like a prince before and ways that I have not. And so I'll say, hey, man, if I teach you anything, I want to teach my kids how to be a good boyfriend or girlfriend when they're in those situations, but then also how to leave well. And I think I could I could teach them some things about that. And he said, well, I'm not going to be in it anymore because she switched up. And, and he told me that, and I looked at him, and I said, switched up? Well, he's been playing on this baseball team with a lot of friends, and they don't walk, talk, or act the same. They're, they're from different cultures. And they taught my son how to say this, how to say, ah, she switched up. And, Coach, it, when she switched up, what they're really saying is she changed. She switched up. She, she turned. She, she's different now. And, and we had some fun talking about that. Um, I'll mess with him about things now that he said that to me. And I'll say, oh, so-and-so done switched up. And he's like, dad, stop. It's like, like, <laughs> qu- like, like quit it. And I'll, that's, I'll that's say, not for you to say. Correct. And I'll try to, I'll try to blow the context sometimes and like intentionally say it wrong just cause that's my dad. Right. Uh, and then other times I'll say it in context and he'll go, dad, did I give you permission to speak like me and talk like me? And, and so, well, as he said it, though, it, it, I think it really resonated with me because when you say that somebody switched up and he's describing it and his friends are describing it, they're talking about somebody who changed, somebody who is different. Now, they talk about it in a negative sense. So-and-so changed who they were, changed their mind. They switched. And all of a sudden, I didn't, I didn't like that switch, so I'm out. And I thought about that in all the areas of our lives, Coach, and I kind of want to talk about it. And I want to take this phrase. This is my idea for the show today. I want to take the phrase, switched up, and I want to I explore what it, what it really means when they're saying it. But I also want to make application today to the three parts of our circle. If you're familiar with the circle unbroken format, we talk about faith. We talk about business, and we talk about community. And so what I want to do today is I want to take that phrase, switched up, and I want to plug it into all three different areas of Circle Unbroken. It's going to kind of be a uh, maybe a Sunday school format, maybe a whiteboard session here. And so, Coach, let's start with the first one, okay? Let's talk about negative and positive connotations of 
our religious world, our spiritual lives, and switching up. What what that could mean for us if, if we looked at and we got the definition and we plugged it into, first of all, our faith component. You want to go first or you want me to? Well, I kind of went to see where you yeah. where you're going yeah. with this okay. because there's there's two or three different Correct. ways this could okay. go. You that, know, whether yeah. within your circle of faith or sure. changing circles of faith. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, you know, so yeah. I kind of see where you want to go with let's, this and then I'll kind of Okay, let's run there. with it this way. He didn't want to be with his girlfriend anymore because she switched up, she changed. I can think of biblical examples of people who switched up, of people who changed, um, changed for the better. Uh, I'm thinking about Saul to Paul, okay? I'm thinking about the fact that who he was and what he did, and then he was blinded, and he he switched up. He changed. He changed for the good. He he changed, started started doing great things, you know, for for faith, for for the church, and, and for all believers now who reap the benefits of what Paul did. I think you can switch up in the sense of I think it's defining repentance. I, I think in a positive sense, if somebody says I'm being one way and then I switch up and I change, I'm taking this and putting a positive spin on it. When I switch up this way, I can change and I can turn my life for good. I can be a more attentive husband. I can be somebody who didn't really mess with the Bible mess with spiritual teachings, switched up, turned and changed, and then all of a sudden I'm walking a new way. I'm walking in a, in a new light. And so let's explore that for a minute. Yeah, you know, uh, go back to your context with Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really, in a sense, did not change his religion. Right. He right. got a better understanding sure. of what he was of, of his religion. He, you know, he was uh, the, the, what he calls the Jew of Jews, you know. Highly educated in the in the Old Testament, and very active, obviously, right, uh, and stuff. Became a persecutor of Christians because he saw Christians as blasphemers, as people who were you know that Jesus claimed to be God, and there's no way he's a he's a man, he, he can't be God, and blasphemy was a death sentence right. for them. Once he has his encounter on the road to Damascus, he realizes that Jesus is God, and he makes that change he switches up and right. figures out right. hey i've i've been wrong i i've i've been wrong in this facet sure. of my belief jesus is god right and it's not blasphemy and so he takes the same zeal he had as a jewish leader and switches yeah. over to the christian perspective of hey this this jesus is and and, and i can i can attest to it you know, as as you know, with my encounter here on sure. Damascus, and and now with the study that I that I've already done, I understand how all these prophecies fit now and all that stuff. So, I, I think sometimes that switching up is you get a better understanding. Of oh, what, right of what of who you are, where you fit, right within your church, mm, mm. and okay, then. It's I, I've got to change. I've got to change what I'm doing. You know, Paul had to dra- dramatically change what he was doing. Right, right. And as a person, you know, I'm no longer this uh, kid 
who's acting on ignorance and impulse. I've learned what I should be, who I right. should be. Right. Uh, and I may, and I may, you know, my, I say kid, uh, you know, I may be 28, 29, 30 years old when I make that realization. But now I've switched up my approach to my decision making. Right. Right. And, you know, and, and what the, what could that affect? Yeah. And how could it affect, you know, there was a, there was a movement years ago that I still think it's, a, it's actually a pretty good little movement. Mm-hmm. They came out with the rubber bracelets to remind everybody, but it was kind of a switching in thought of priorities. What would Jesus do? Sure. Right. The WWJD bracelets. If those of you that remember all those, right. It was a realization of we're to pattern ourselves after Jesus and would the stuff that I do as a high school student or college student, particularly with with that movement, would Jesus do this Mm. with Mm. what I know of him? Right. And if he didn't, if he wouldn't, I probably don't need to be doing it myself. And and And, it could be time for you to say, Hey, Christianity isn't only about behavior modification, dot, dot, dot. But there are things that I am doing that clearly Need to be changed, right. need to be switched. And, and that comes with maturity. That comes sure. with uh, study and knowledge right. of, of of knowing who you are. Exposure to other Christians. Right. Oh, yeah. Realizing, and yeah. realizing hey, you know, these are people that we hold up in high regard. We hold up in honor. And what do they do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the best things you could ever do as a, as a high school kid or as a, even as a college or a young adult, you find that person that you've you think you know you that you realize is a solid right older christian and hey i I, i'm running into this issue i'm running into this problem what can can you kind of give me some advice on this (laughs) sure and just let them talk to you about it Uh, right you might find out some things that uh you know you might you won't mind you will Mm -hmm. you find out that uh you know there's a better way of handling things and probably they figured it out because they've been right where you are. That's exactly <laughs> right. And you'll see that as those people figured it out, it didn't all come at once. Yeah. They changed. And you can watch somebody else in your spiritual life. You can watch somebody else grow to the point where they used to have friends that acted like this. They used to have a social circle. They There are people in your faith walk that do understand. This is what I want people to hear. They do understand the the social stresses that come sometimes of trying to live right. There are people that have been where you've been before. And if you look around and you, you meet somebody else who's done that, you can say, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to switch up. I'm trying to change my social circle for the better because I'm, I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to develop. Yeah. On the other side of that coin, the older Christian Mm -hmm. needs to be aware and to see, uh, one of the hardest things I've ever done, I started 15, 20 years ago, a group called the Tweens. Right. And in our congregation. Well, I had several kids involved in it and stuff like that. Well, those kids have grown up. Right. And I've had to stop and think, you know, this isn't the little third grader or fourth grader <laughs> or fifth grader that was in my group. This was, you know, here's a kid. He's not a kid anymore. Right. One, he, he's, he's a youth minister. Right. And is a leader and is married and is adult. <laughs> right. And has great, fantastic ideas and stuff like that. And I've got to make sure as that older Christian, he's not 
I don't, I don't treat him like a kid. Right. Yeah. Let somebody grow in their faith. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's not that kid anymore. Right. You know, right. And, uh, you know, I've had to do that with several, you know, several kids. And, you know, some kids that I always considered, quote, unquote, on the edge. You know, they were really pushing sure. the lines about sure. where they should and shouldn't be and stuff like that. Well, they grew up. <laughs> and, you know, it was one of those things of, you know, I always kept a side eye on them just to make sure. They grew up and they've been fantastic members of the church and 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 contributors to the congregation and and, and stuff. And then I stopped thinking, you know, you know, what did I do when I was there? Yeah, I right. kind of pushed the buttons a little bit too, you know, and you know, push the edges sometimes. Didn't know, didn't didn't want to know at times. <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> and and uh, so, not only do the younger generation need to look up to the older generation as examples, but the older generation needs to recognize that the younger generation are leaders. They right. are good people that are, you know, uh, that have grown up and they do have their experiences and they have some new ideas. They have some good ideas and some new ideas sure. that need to be at least explored. If not followed a little bit. And it might be time culturally for the church on both sides um, to switch up for, for the older people to say, hey, the way I've looked at you needs to be different uh, for, for the younger folks of the church. Hey, there may be something I need to cut or change or, or do differently. And there are people here that can help me to do that. They, they can help me to make that change. First Corinthians thirteen eleven. It says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. And we look at that and we look at what's being said for us. Hey, there's, there's a way that I have been. There is a way that I can grow, that I can change. And there are behaviors that I need to switch, that, that, that I need to do that. that. That's something that needs to happen for me to grow. Here, when he's talking about it, it had to happen for the church to grow, and it's got to happen for me as an individual to say, hey, I'm not going to keep being that way. I'm going to change. And again, I'm going to come back to that other side of the coin because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the one experiencing sure. it now, sure. is recognize when they do it, when mm. you're, you're that older generation and you recognize they've grown up. Right. Right. They're no longer children, and they have figured it out to a great extent. Yes, yes, that's exactly. Let right. them, let them, you know, let them do it. Right, you know, let them, let them lead. Yeah, because that's what you've worked so hard to do anyway. If you've been a, a leader within the group and a leader mm-hmm. within the church and stuff like that, that was that was the whole goal to start with. Right, give people space. But to you do know, that. understand when I was a child when. He was a child or she was a child. She spoke like a child. You know, right. Made those childish mistakes. They're no longer children. Right. Let them be the adults that they are. Yeah. If we're going to put those things away, we've got to help people do that. That's a message for us today to think about. It. We're having fun today with the word switching up with, with that phrase, but also we're being serious about it because there are different things that you might need to change in your life. We handled the faith piece here in session one. When we come back after the break, we'll step into business and the idea of maybe switching up your routine or your customs after the break here on Circle Unbroken. Yeah. 
a year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offer ends July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food, kids' zone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food, kids' zone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Traders Dahl from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. We're jumping right back in where we left off here on Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Hot Mike. Hello, sir. Hello. It's been a minute since I dropped that one on him. I needed needed to bring it back, (laughs) much to your chagrin, right? Coach, we're talking today about the phrase, switching up. Uh, talking about how my son said that recently about a young lady who had changed and she was, she had a different mentality and he said, dad, I'm, I'm not going to date her anymore. Um, she switched up and, and I, that caught me off guard and we talked about it and I realized, okay, he means that somebody pivoted, somebody changed. Coach, my hope is that as you coach your, uh, local football team that one day, uh, one of the guys is just going to be like plugging along and he's going to be, you know, huge big strapping young man and something's just not going to be right and you can just put your hand right there on his shoulder pad and say hey man it's okay there's more fish in the sea i know she switched up and i want to see the young man look at you and think coach coach knows what's just up jump. right <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you'll just say it completely wrong and then he'll get yeah yeah they just uh, they, they still look at me like yeah hey, coach we like you but yeah now stay in your circle okay <laughs> you do you so the first portion of our show today we talked about switching up and we talked about it just to catch you up 
We talked about it from a spiritual sense, how there's biblical examples of, of people who switched up. They changed. They, they took a, a new path and a new way for good. Talked about how we needed to do that, how we need to do that in our faith circle. There may be somebody that we need to let go of. There may be a situation that we need to change or switch up. And then Coach made a great point talking about when somebody does grow, when somebody changes, hey, there may be those that are older in the church that can look at people and say, hey, this – the whole paradigm has shifted. The dynamic is different. We have switched up with somebody who's grown and changed. And now we want to talk about this from the business sense. We have seen a huge need in businesses for a long time that have just been hitting their head against the wall. They've been hitting their head against the wall because they don't know how to get past a certain spot. Maybe today your company cannot move past a certain hurdle. And maybe you're saying, I don't know what we should do. Well, maybe it's time for your company, and we're going to be funny about this, but also practical, for your company to switch up, for, for your company to change, for your company to do something different. Let me let me ask you this, because, and this may be, I hope it's not a jab at your son. Sure. When you say switch up, yeah, is that an upgrade? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You could. Yeah, you could look Switch at it up. that way. Yeah. Switch up. Yeah. Never you know. know. Never yeah. know. They say it, in, and it could be the case, but they do say it in a way, the way they first said it was they said it negative. Just switch. Yeah. yeah just, she switched, man, she switched just, up. Just changing. Yeah. Kind of like somebody acting up. Uh, they switched up. But, yeah, you, you, that's what we're but talking in about. But in a business, business sense, sense, you know, like yes. said, we laugh about it and stuff, but at the same time, it may be time. Mm-hmm. To yes. switch up uh, to tactics or to strategies, business strategies, right. or whatever that are a little more modern, a little more of an upgrade. Right, you might say. Yeah. Well, that's you're uh, not going to in business. Yeah. You're not going to switch down. Yeah. My, and, you know, my my generation is infamous for having the struggle of going from the paper society to the digital society. Mm. Mm. And right. for a lot of us, it was a difficult switch. Sure. You know, yeah. just, you just never, because when we first started getting the computers and stuff, they weren't all that reliable. Right. And that piece of paper was, was there. Right. Yes. It was right. You know, and I could take my pencil and I could do that. Well, um, you know, we've had to change. Right. Right. And if the business world, if you don't change with your business world like that, you're going to get left behind because you can do dramatically faster. Absolutely. With the digital and uh, you know, faster. Once you learn to manipulate it a lot more accurately, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. but it was a hard, you know, it's, it's still for me, I still have to think my way through. I still use pencil and paper for a sure. lot of stuff that I probably could use digitally and, and be more efficient if I was more confident in what I was doing, but that's a switch up. I've right. had to do in my uh, school and in here at the radio station, yeah. obviously. So, well, there, there's many companies that we have we have benefited from in that sense. I, I read once about a company that years ago was putting their fingers in all different things. They, they had all different ideas of what they were going to do. They dabbled, if you will, and the dabbling didn't get them too far. Um, they dabbled in industries including hotels, actually ramen noodles, and actually dabbled in vacuum cleaners until they switched up. And they changed, and they made a focus in the 1980s on the gaming business. And that company is Nintendo. And they did that. Funny thing about the play on words there, Coach, is that I think they did 
pretty well uh, in, in finding a lane and mm-hmm. going in it and actually switching to it. And the funny thing about that is one of my sons, not, not the one we're talking about today, but one of my younger sons has something that you have to pry out of his hands. You know what it's called? The Nintendo Switch. And it's the smaller gaming system so so a play on words here yeah for that today well, they Coca- switch strategy coca-cola had to do a similar yeah. switch when they were mm-hmm. when he first developed the uh the formula right then he realized you know he he was hoping it would be a medicine yeah to help yeah. take care of headaches and other ailments you know those elixirs sure. the magic elixirs and, and and stuff like that and realized that people started buying this stuff because it tasted good <laughs> you know <laughs> That and it made them, you know, at the time the original, yeah, <laughs> the original right. formula had right. made them feel really good too, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, with you know that, that's where it gets its name, right? Uh, he had to switch up. You know, his marketing was from medicine to uh, social beverage, right? Right. He also had to change his formula from the cocaine based, right, to uh, more of a sugar based and and other ideas. But again, not the direction he intended to go. No, no, not at <laughs> not not at all. And and that's that's why they pivot. And uh, that's why it changed. And of course, history is looking at it. It was a pretty good pivot. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, to the point where what's funny about these two examples we've used so far is that when I talk about Nintendo, usually I'm going to use that any place I go. I'm going to say, "Hey, you playing Nintendo?" And it could be another product. It could be a Sega. It could be something different. But I'm going to use the generic word for me. I'm going to say Nintendo. I'm going to do that with Coke. Yep. I'm going to say, hey, let's go get a Coke. And I, what I mean well, by that. I get tickled. Growing up in Oklahoma, it's go get yeah. a Coke. Okay, what do you want? Pepsi, Mountain right. Dew, Coke. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You use that, that general phrase there. And then also another one that I'm thinking of as far as a, a great switch up was we used to, I remember we paid for the service and they would send us, we could go through and we could pick a DVD that was going to come to our house in an envelope. It was going to come in that red envelope. And my wife told me, she goes, it's called Netflix. And she said, honey, it's bringing the movies literally to our house. It's coming in this disc form. You pick one, you do it, then you put it back in and you send it back. And then you get another one. And it was so it was so cool that we were able to do that. Yeah. And then they went, we've got to switch. We've got to change. Netflix had to change because they saw where everything was going in the streaming industry and jumped on it. Yeah. And a group that had a similar service and didn't make the change. How many mm-hmm. of you have ever heard of Blockbuster? Yep. 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 They used to be the place right. to go get your movies and stuff. And they didn't switch to the digital world very well. No, no, and not it, at all. And it basically uh, killed them. To the yeah. point where there, there's actually a movie out right yeah. now called The World's Last Blockbuster. Okay. And it's, it's a documentary about one that's still standing somewhere about yeah. how they, they wouldn't switch. Kodak had a similar problem. Yeah. And is in the process of rebuilding their brand. Right. He, he thought, you know, film, digital was not going to be film, film, men were going to use, you know, people, not, photographers wanted to use film, film, film. I'm going to stay in the film world. Well, now, who, you know, there isn't a photographer out there that uses film. Right. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, it, it's, it's too risky. Right. To tell you the truth. Yeah. It's just too risky. Right. Uh, there's too many ways that can go wrong and you can't fix it. And there's stories. Where the digital world, not only can you fix it, you can yep. change it. 
and and you and you look at a company and you can see somebody who who made that change, somebody yeah. who said we're going to pivot, we're going to switch, and then other people they just yeah. almost bore down and said we're not going to, and you kind of see those stories of what happens. There's a reality that there's signs to go to go back to my son's example. There were signs uh, that she was changing. There there were signs that the relationship wasn't going to keep going. There are signs when you look at business, there's signs that a business needs to switch, that they need to change, that they need to do something different. Those things will be everything from declining sales all right, that that that's usually your your thing. bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. You see that, and you say, "Okay, the profit is margin is dying." Yeah, <laughs> you need to switch. Uh, you can also look at this. There's a phrase that people don't talk about as much, but it's a great indicator, and that's a shrinking market share. When when you look and you say, "Okay, who else is in the space?" Uh, well, what else is going on there that we need to look at? Maybe we need to change and say. Let's look at our niche and, and define it a different way. Also, unfavorable customer feedback. If, if somebody is saying, hey, this isn't good, they say it long enough, then it's time for you to change. Dominoes. Dominoes did this. They had a survey of all different things. And the number one thing that they ranked, they ranked second to last as far as the taste of their product right next to Chuck E. Cheese. Well, what Chuck E. Cheese had going for it was it's a party. Yeah, yeah who cares? Entertainment yeah, yeah, give me some cardboard with some cheese. I like Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. But it's, it was it was ranked as bad pizza. Well, Domino's did that, and this was something that I thought was so brilliant. They did what they called an honest marketing campaign, and they ran all of these different ads about what people had said about the taste of their product, and then they invited the world to come and see their new product with their new ingredients and the new fresh thing. And it had an unprecedented quarter uptick of 14%. I mean, it, it, it was this crazy thing that happened because they said, we got this bad customer feedback. It's time for us to switch. Well, when it's time for you to switch as a business, what you've got to do is you've got to say, okay, there's new opportunities. There's new things for, for me to do. There's new things for me to switch into. A lot of times we talked about this with our mailbag yesterday. People would ask a question and you would say, okay, we got to evaluate yourself. What's the plan? You know, if you're going to do something different, if you're going to switch up your employment, prepare for it. Yes. What's the backup plan? What are you going to do? Realize that there are risks. Realize as a business that there are challenges. Think about it like this. When you switch, and when you change your product, your strategy, anything like that, there's a potential for you to lose customers, the ones you already got. Also, if you allocate your resources poorly and you handle it, you made the switch, but you didn't prepare well, for it. Also, remember bad. as a business, if you're going, if you're looking for any kind of longevity, is you're going to lose your original customer base. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's yeah, just it's, a, fa- so a fact of, now. well, it's a fact of life. They get older and right. they start passing on. Right. If you're going to be in for the long term, you've got to learn to shift into, you know, gradually, yeah. possibly or something like that. But you got to shift into the new customer base. That's kind of like, you know, like let's say we come back to Kodak. You know, for, right. for the generation he started in, that was the fan- most fantastic thing. Oh, you know, pictures right now and stuff like that. And the next generation was, we don't want paper pictures. Right. Right. Or hard copy pictures. We want the stuff we can pull up on our phone and and do stuff. So 
Yep, that's uh, that's, that's make exactly that right. So being ready for that and looking at it and saying, you know what, here's what matters to me, that we do a good job and that we provide the best thing we can. Maybe it's time for you as a business to switch up, to do some things differently. Just count the cost when you do it and make sure you stay true to who it is that you are and also maybe that you're honest about who you want Will. to be. Yeah. There's the progress there. We're coming back after the break, and we're going to talk about switching up in your community. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. Want to give you all a little look-see. 
We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. like to bring you really, really good content. It's what we uh, feel is good content when we talk to you. We like to talk about everything from pop culture to faith to business to community. And today on this episode of Circle Unbroken, this is our final segment. And I'm Taft Ayers, joined in by Coach Mike. Hey, sir. Hello. And today what we are doing is we are bringing you a fun phrase in common vernacular with the youngsters. And it's a common vernacular where they will say if somebody is changing or somebody is different in a relationship, they will say that they've switched up, that they've switched up, that they've changed. And I had a child say that to me, and he said that to me about a relationship. And so I took it and turned it into something, A, that I've had a lot of fun with, but then B, that really does make some sense. We see people change. We see people switch up. We see people act differently, sometimes for the good. I won't say most. A lot of times it can be in a negative sense. Oh, they've changed. They're different. It's watered down. They're not who I thought that they were going to be. And so we, the first two sessions, we kicked over that idea in your spiritual life. And then we spent some time talking about some real examples in our second segment about business and how you may need to switch up. And Coach made a fun point that, you know, you want to switch up, not switch down. Like you want to make sure 
that you you're upgrading and not going backwards in a sense. And in the last portion here, one of the things that that we hit on with Circle and Broken, we don't spend a million years in it, and that may that may change coming up. But one of the third pieces of Circle and Broken is the idea of community. And within our community, we want to be invested. We want to make our community better. But then also, we have appointed community leaders. We have people in our community that are leaders. Now, we have people that volunteer, but we have also have people that are voted into appointed positions. And if I get you to vote for me, if I get you to vote for me and it's, hey, vote vote for TAF 2024, and I am telling Mike, the, the average citizen who's going to cast his vote, and I'm telling you why you should vote for me, and I tell you that I want you to vote for me on these three basic principles. You're going to, if I'm doing a good job and I have a campaign manager, what's going to happen is you're going to hear this three-pronged set of ideals from me, and I'm going to hit you in different ways on those. I'm going to also discover how somebody your age as my avatar cares about these three things. I'm going to try to get those things communicated to you. I'm also going to try to do that to younger people. I'm also going to try to do that to females. I'm going to try to do it to multiple races. Whatever your demographic yes, group. Whatever that is represented in the cross-section of my community. What happens far too often is we elect somebody to help our community on a certain set of ideas slash promises slash concepts, and then the person that we vote in may not get it done. The person that we vote in may change their tone, uh, may change the tune also, and what might happen for that person is they say this, well, I'm already elected. Now that I'm already elected, they switch up. They change. The person you voted for, the person that you promised this was going to happen, or I'm going to vote for you because of X, Y, and Z, now if they get in the seat, they'll change. They usually say I've learned more since I was yes. since I was elected, mm-hmm. and now I realize my original position. You know, yeah. they, that's political talk. There, you know, there was... A couple of elections ago, they started using the phrase flip-flop. And some people even started bringing out flip-flops at campaigns saying that this candidate was a flip-flop, the the way he did it. Mm -hmm. And, Coach, there's a fine line between switching and changing in a deceitful way, saying one thing to get elected and then switching up and being different. But then there's also the opportunity, as you just mentioned, to learn more to be enlightened, to say I need to pivot, and it might not be a party line. It might be something that is different. And some people say, oh, we couldn't get the job done. They ran on false promises. And I saw something one time that said, in everyday life, it's called changing your mind. In politics, it's called flip-flopping. And, and I think yeah, there's, a fam- there's a really famous you know, uh, president former president that really had a big flip-flop that you know he ran his whole one of his major tenets his campaign was and you'll know exactly who i'm talking about when i say this no new taxes sure sure and then within the first year that he's in the office 
All of a sudden, the tax rate goes up. We're all going, hold it. Right, what happened? You know, and somebody pulled up the clip. No new taxes. Right. And, stuff. and, he, and his explanation was, well, there was information that I was given that I didn't have access to before the election, and I realized that this is the only way we can fix the problem we have. Right. Well, you know, my first thought is it was obvious. You know, it was accessible to others. You just needed you needed a mantra to to run on, and now that mantra is no longer needed. And you see the easy the easier way to handle this job is to flip. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, like you said, it happens all too often in politics. Um. Now, I will say there are situations I've had to do this as a teacher. I'll come into a class and, and, or as a coach and say, this is my plan. I, I've, I've learned to qualify. This is my plan. Right, <laughs> right. As long as we can implement it, this is what we're going to do. And, yes, I've had to change. I've had to change tactics. I've had to change people. Sure, sure. And, you know, and, and implied promises that were made got changed. And, you know, not that I ever intended to do that. In fact, that's why I learned over time to qualify those promises. It's, hey, with what I know right now, things could change. Right. Understand, things could change. With what I know right now, this is where I want to go. But with that qualification, it could change. Know that going in. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, politicians, that's not a popular thing to say. It's not. It's not. Because they'll quickly call you a liar. Yeah. You know, quick, quickly and saying this, And this changed. player wasn't real happy with the changes that were happening and, yeah, and, and, and went that tactic. But, uh, but he also taught me that I needed to qualify that mm-hmm. so, again, I didn't create a false expectation. Right. Right. Um, and – you know, yeah, I had to switch, switch up, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, it was a switch up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, politics, community, sometimes that happens. And you need to be aware of it. Uh, right. You know, things are, things are more expensive. And you, and you think about the person that you are putting in. To a situation, if you are putting somebody into a situation, for whether or not it's a, a government leader, or somebody in community development, if they're appointed to this spot, you really want to say, "I'm not just putting you in this spot." I think this happens a lot. I'm putting you in this spot so that you'll do the things that I want you to do. A lot of times, we put somebody in those spots as a as a puppet. We do that in coaching. Mm-hmm. We put somebody there so that they will do everything that the board wants them to do. Everything that the boosters need them to do, everything that somebody else wants them to do, almost like they're a hired hand, a jukebox, you know, somebody to do whatever. Well, when that person turns and hits them with a Pinocchio, I've got no strings to hold me. Like when they turn and realize I'm a real boy, no strings and I got no paycheck. (laughs) Right. They'll turn around and they'll go, okay, I want to do it this way. There's got to be, there has to be a trust. There's got to be a trust that, hey, I'm going to put the right person in the job. I want to put the right person in the seat. And sure, there's the trust that they'll do the things that you hold valuable, that that they'll do the things that they said they were going to do. But also, if I have convinced you 
to vote for me and to put me in a spot. Hopefully, it's not just so you can go home and tell your wife he's going to do everything we want him to do. It's hopefully going to be we're going to put him in this spot because he's a good dude. Um, he's he's lined up with us. Um, he thinks clearly. He he's really somebody who thinks that he's guided by a mighty hand of God. You know, and so then when that person has to say, "Hey, we're doing this different," and they're open. And they communicate and they say, this is why we're going to do something different. There's this opportunity for everybody to get on board. There's an opportunity for everybody to say, okay, okay, that's, that's what we've got to do. That somebody needs to switch. Somebody needs to change. And there's a way to communicate to somebody so that you're just not a downright liar. There's a way to communicate to somebody where they look at that and they say, you know what? I'm behind you. I'm behind this change. I don't get it. It is not something that I think I would do, but I'm not in your seat. I'm not directly in your seat. Remember the old movie Hoosiers? And in Hoosiers, he tells them that he's having a close practice, and that drives them all nuts. And one of the men says to him, he says, there's two kinds of crazy. There's the kind of man that gets naked and howls at the moon. There's also the man that gets naked and howls at the moon and does it in your yard. He says, the first one you can laugh at. The second one you're forced to deal with. Because it's right mm-hmm. here in your yard. When you are taking somebody and you are putting them in your yard, putting them in your space, in your orbit, you got to be really, really careful on both sides to say, this is somebody that I trust. If they're going to do this, I'm going to go with it. All right. In that situation, the coach is going to close practice and do X, Y, Z. Okay. You're our coach. We're going to do it. You know that we don't agree with it, but we're going to go with it because you're our coach. We're, we're in this together. There's something that's symbiotic that we're working together towards something. And maybe you look at your community leaders and you get frustrated with them and you feel like your vote is time to do what? Switch up. I'm going to go vote so that I can change it. And so there's power in that as well. It's two sides. It's two sides to saying, I trust somebody. This is a person that we've appointed during this season. And then there's the other time we say, okay, it may, no hard feelings. It just might be time for us to move on. There's got to be discernment, I think, in both of those things to trust people and to put people in those spots. Yeah. And to bring this back to yeah. a full circle. Sure. To the, to, tie this community back into the the faith situation. This is what Paul spends almost the entirety of the New Testament doing. Sure thing. It's trying to get his community to see the error of their ways by illustrating the error of his ways. Yes. Yeah. That he, you know, hey, I was here. I'm not ashamed of what I was, but I was wrong. Right. Right. And I had to change, and I'm asking you to do the same. Right. Change, you know, and he, you know, and the changes, some of the people, you know, he changed from being a, a Jewish based leader, you know, that to, or an old Testament based leader to a new Testament based or Christianity. He was asking people to change from paganism of multiple gods of, of just completely different concept of gods to the one God mm. as a community change. Right. And that was a massive change in their situation. And he spent, like you said, he spends almost the whole Testament, a whole New Testament doing it. Well, in the business world, in the community world, we kind of have to do the same is to recognize, recognize what we've been doing is wrong and 
or not good, not as good as it could be, and then to make the adjustment and change with reason. Sure. And tell people, hey, I've learned. I've had right. some experience. I've seen this doesn't work. We've got to change something, whether it's your faith, whether it's your business, whether it's your community. We've learned something. The bottom line isn't getting done. Mm-hmm. We've got to change something. So maybe today it's time for you to switch up, and here's what we want to tell you to do. Evaluate. If it's time to switch up, do it with grace and do it in a way where you can grow and move forward. We're happy you're here with us today. See you next time on Circle Unbroken. I was standing by my window on one corner.